The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this or any broadcast belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. Welcome to the Flipboard EDU podcast with your host, William Jeffrey, where we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the greatest educators in the world on Flipboard. Let's start the show. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey. And passionate educators like Dr. Christy McGowan are a necessity for reshaping equity and marginalized neighborhoods through education. Her plan of action is to build a charter school from the ground up with open admissions based on a lottery system. As a former teacher and literacy coach and current principal, Dr. Christy McGowan is building her own school, One Collegiate, which is deeply rooted in literacy. It is believed that great schools are led by great leaders who are passionate about changing the educational landscape for all students. Dr. Milstead, who is a friend of our show and co-hosted several of our earlier episodes, is a school board member and supports Dr. McGowan's vision. In this episode, we speak to Dr. Christy McGowan and Dr. Michael Milstead about starting the One Collegiate Charter School. We discuss why some charter schools have a negative reputation, the challenges that a charter school faces, and the mission statement and vision for One Collegiate. So like we always do about this time, let's collaborate, communicate, and educate with the best educators in the world right here on Flipboard EU Podcast. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey, and I have two amazing guests on the show tonight. First, I'd like to welcome Dr. Christy McGowan. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for being here. And also, Flipboard fam, we have my good friend, Dr. Michael Milstead. Welcome back to the show. Well, be back on the air with you, young man. I've been seeing a Flipboard, man. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. The Flipboard journey didn't start without you, so I appreciate you <laughs> even just coming back on the show, but on the other side of the chair. There you go. And I tell you what, I got a principal of all principals with me today. Glad to have you both. And Dr. McGowan, you are the uh, guest of honor, and I would like for you to tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Christy McGowan, and I'm the lead founder of a proposed school for here in Houston called One Collegiate. And we're just excited to be able to talk to your guests today and talk to your listeners. Part of our mission is to spark and nurture young minds to ensure that every student in pre-K through fifth grade leaves us with the confidence and the caring heart and the critical thinking skills necessary to thrive as lifelong learners. And I've been doing this for about 15 years. I've been in education for 15 years. But truth of the matter, I am a first grade teacher at heart at the end of the day. I love kids. I'm the administrator that dances at the front door, that greets children, that welcomes you and smiles. And I'm, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised, but I've been across the country. So from Chicago to Denver to D.C. As a teacher, I learned how to develop relationships with, with students. As a coach, I really learned how to develop 
teachers grow potential and be able to really build mindset. And then I worked my way up as a district coach where I really was able to be a strategic planner and help principals create programs that create these amazing environments. And, and now I'm just excited to be able to bring One Collegiate to life, to have a greater impact and have a direct impact on the children here in Houston. And even more excited to have my man, Dr. Mills, sit on our side on, to bring his knowledge, to bring his support and his energy. The Hall of Famer, Dr. Michael Mills, said, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Been an educator for about 30 years, been a principal at the, both the elementary and the uh, secondary level. I've been a college instructor at Houston Community College. I currently uh, sit on the equity assurance panel with the Texas Education Agency. I have been selected in my career as both a teacher of the year and also the principal of the year. I have been a principal both in Texas and in Georgia, and I'm just excited about being a part of one collegiate with Dr. McGowan. I've known her now three or four months. Yeah, a couple of months. People yeah. that came onto our team and said, hey, yeah. coach. You're going to put me on the team and put me in the game. We get into the game. We're getting yeah, to the yeah. game. Yeah, but Dr. <laughs> has impressed me as being an outstanding young lady who has a tremendous amount of courage, energy, desire to help kids and all kids, but in particular, all the kids of color. She's very strategic in her planning. She's a hard worker. She's a visionary. And I'm excited about working with her. I tell you, she impressed me when she sent me a copy of the plan that she has for One Collegiate. Uh, I was just totally blown out of the water with how meticulous she was with making sure that by the time that kids get to third grade that they are reading on grade level. That she is going to try to single-handedly to some degree, and I may be a little far-fetched by saying that, but she's going to make sure that we eliminate or eradicate this prison the pipeline type of situation that we have now with one collegiate. And, and I'm just truly excited to be a part of this initiative. Thank you for sharing, Doc. One of the things I remember when we normally catch up with each other, I called you and I was like, hey, Doc, what's going on? And you was like, man, we hired this really sharp principal. Will, you got to meet her. She is on point. And I remember you telling me that. And I know Dr. Dr. McGowan, I don't know if, but Dr. Milstead does not give compliments easily. So you definitely impressed him because he would not have told me if he didn't. I can just say, I am the one that is the most fortunate here. When I think about the hard work that it takes to start a school, you got to have good people. And one of the first people that we reached out to that came on board was Dr. Milstead. And just to have his passion for education, his knowledge, his experience, he just briefed over his resume. But that thing is exhaustive when you think about all that he has done in his lifetime. And so, again, I, I'm the one that reaps all those benefits of being able to have his experience on our team. What is your organization and the mission statement for your charter school? Absolutely. So One Collegiate, again, our mission is to spark and nurture one mind, ensuring that every student pre-K through fifth grade becomes confident, caring, critical thinkers with the knowledge and skills necessary to thrive as lifelong learners. And that's our core mission statement. Every single word in that mission statement means something to us and translates into part of our school design and part of what makes us different. For example, our approach to instruction in order to nurture young minds. We consider our kids bright lights. They walk into our doors bright, 
gifts and it's up to us to keep them sparked and it's up to us to nurture them. It's up to us to feed them with the right things that they need in order to be prepared in the path that we know is going to be successful. So a rigorous instruction program, over two hours dedicated to reading, along with a whole literacy approach, one book, one school, reading in the libraries and things like that. A math game, science lab. I know December is STEM month and so STEM will definitely be a part of our enrichment block. And this is talking about our babies in pre-K. This is not just kids ready for high school. This is early exposure so that they are they know what types of careers they want to explore and what types of things that they're interested in. Also, we have a really strong social-emotional approach program that we have called our house program. We match our students with long-term mentors in order to give them that one-on-one attention that they need and that one-on-one time in order to support their individual development. We have a whole health and wellness program where we have fresh fruits and vegetables on our campus. We have a doctor on our board who is always trying to push us next partnerships that, that enrich the wellness and the well-being of our students overall. And then one other thing I think that makes us really different is our Cradle to Careers program. We not only want to support our pre-K through fifth grade babies, we want to connect with parents in the neighborhood early and be able to say, hey, these are some resources and some tools that can help you get your child ready for our, our school in pre-K. Workshops and some resources and some services that can really support you and help your child be on a great path. And then link up in the end with some high-performing middle and high schools, as well as some college programs that get out to college, but through college, because the statistics constantly show that although they don't, they not always stay. And so we want to make sure that they are set up for success and we only have a short amount of time to do it. So we layer in that mission to make sure that our kids are nurtured and that they thrive. Yes. What inspired you to be a charter school principal? I was the one that was always in trouble. I I do mean always. And it was always for the littlest things. Yeah, I was invisible, yet wanted to be seen. I can never remember getting a compliment in school. I think probably middle school was the first time somebody said, oh, good job on something. Or maybe that they just registered or registered or I felt it as being genuine. Maybe that was the case. But that's what sparked me into being a teacher. And that's what made me a first grade teacher on the north side of being able to go to families and being able to build relationships with kids that look like me, that maybe didn't have somebody that said, I love you and I support you and I see you. And so that's what made me want to be a teacher. I mean, what makes me want to be a principal and take on this role is I want to have a greater impact. I want to be able to say not just my 20 or 30 kids that I see every day before the 600 children that walk through the doors of one collegiate. I want to be able to say, I see you, I love you, and I know you, and I'm going to challenge you and encourage you to be the best that you absolutely can be and offer you the resources, the support, and the tools that you need in order to, to reach those high expectations. And then surround the building with other people that believe the same thing so that everywhere in the building that say, I love you, I support you, I see you, and I challenge you. And so that is just that just talking about that vision gives me excited and gives me hype to so, feel like if I was a kid, a six-year-old kid walking through those doors with people around me making me feel that way, what type of difference it would have made in my young life. And that's what makes me want to do this work. I know that you're very familiar with the educational process in Texas, and there's a little stigma that is on charter schools in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. What challenges do charters face here in Texas? There are several, Will, but just like you said, a lot of times it's the stigma that charter schools, all the teachers are not certified, and not necessarily the case. In fact, that's something that I thought when I met Dr. McGowan, and she said, oh yeah, we have to have certified teachers in pre-K, and also with our special ed teachers, they must be certified teachers. Those who are actually teach higher need kids, those teachers have to be certified. So that dispels that myth. 
Another thing that you may hear sometimes about your school, where they don't have the funding as, as, a, as a public school. And in some instances, that is correct. But one of the things that they are able to do is they are able to actually go out and solicit their own funding. In fact, we have a young man on our team. That's his entire responsibility. A majority of his responsibility with the team is to seek outside funding in the addition to the funding that we will be receiving from the state and other government. So those are two things. And then the next thing is they talk about the quality of the education. And man, I tell you what, that's where Dr. McGowan has really opened my eyes. Because what? charter school has to have to offer in lieu of a uh, public school is that they're not necessarily nailed down or locked in to that 45 minute, I go 45 minutes to math. I go 45 minutes, that's in secondary. Just like she stated earlier, she has one block where the kids, these pre-K kids, and it is so important, pre-K kids to get a good start in language and vocabulary and reading. And, and this is what she's doing. Two-hour block where ELA is incorporated in all of the other content areas too. Even in, in Dr. McGowan's plan, even as the kids are standing in line waiting to go to the restaurant, they're reading a book. They come in the morning, they're reading a book. School starts at 7, we go to 3 to 4 o'clock. You don't do that in elementary school in the public school. You in that at 7, you out at 2.30. The flexibility that she has that these are the type of strategies or interventions to a certain extent you can say that's going to help. So all of this, the myths about charter schools, and she dispelled those when she gave me the answer. I was answer some of the same thing. I want to be on the board of a charter school and she said, well, here's the reason that is amazing. McGowan, my question for you is just to move this a little bit ahead is with all of that great information that I just heard. And why do you think mm-hmm. that charter schools have such a bad rap in certain communities? Oh, not just in Texas, across the country. And it's because they're not all created equal. You have different CMOs, different charter organizations, different networks. You have some huge bank brands that come in to neighborhoods that may not even meet the the people that are running the school until the day the school starts. So there's a lot of misconceptions that you have about charter schools. But what I find different about one is, or what I want to make different about one is how we are dispelling that myth. We go door to door, we're in our community, we are talking to people. And not just that, one is the two people on this call and a few more friends in the back. So we are Mm -hmm. a small but mighty crew that are all dedicated to seeing this mission come to life. We are not backed by a huge organization. It is literally our passions that is driving us to do this work. And we spend time, dedicated countless hours each week in our community saying, what types of things do you want to see in a, in a neighborhood charter school? What types of ways do you want to be supported? What type of workshops do you want to have for parents that come into our community that we feel like an uplift of all? And yes, not all charter schools are created equal, but there are things that one collegiate is doing to ensure that we are going to meet that rise and we're going to be above the par. Great boards build great schools, hands down. And so our board is going to hold us accountable to really high measures and really high marks to ensure are we on track to meet this mission that we said, the promise that we made to the families in Houston? Are we doing it? 
and they are going to be the ones that are going to make sure that we do that. Yeah, they're not all created equal for sure, but we're working to change that narrative and we're working to change it just for one collegiate because we want to be something different and we want to offer a different option to families in the neighborhood and say, come and be a part of this. That also is something that's different about one collegiate parent partners, the key piece of our school design model where we have workshops, we have opportunities, we have surveys, we have involvement, we have opportunities for parents not only to be a part of one, but to inform one, to help us grow and to be better as, because we need you as part of our community. And that's our logo. That's our mission. That's everything. United, we can make an extraordinary difference. And I concur with, with what uh, Dr. McGowan just said because I've been in public schools for about 30 years now. And, and there are public schools that have bad reputations also. And I think it is a lot of that also has a lot to do with the leadership of school, the vision of the leader, and also the culture and the climate of the school also. And as you can see, Dr. McGowan has addressed all of those areas in preparing one collegiate. So there's no doubt in my mind that this school, and, and the thing is, it's important, to, like I said earlier, to get a good start on things, in anything that you do, to get a good start. And I think that based on what her philosophy is on educating kids, her passion, and her outstanding leadership skills, I see this as being nothing but success from day one. That is excellent information. Doc, you hit a lot of the, the high points and some of the questions that I have for you, but what do you want your community to uh, know about your charter school? First off, we are a neighborhood charter school. So based off of our research, based off of looking to figure out where there is areas of needs, we're targeting the Acres Home community of Houston. And so we are trying to be a neighborhood school within that community, staying small but mighty and serving the families and the children there. That work may not always be pretty. Coming into a new neighborhood, we have definitely had to make sure that we represent ourselves as clearly as we are and, and, and express our why of who we are as people. I mean, we may not always agree, but we are always intended on making sure that we serve the children in the best interest. And so we want the families and, and the community, specifically of the Acres Home community, to know that One Collegiate is dedicated to this mission and not just dedicated to the mission, but needs them also to be a part of it, to help it be realized. And so, yeah, we need you. Basically, it. we need you. And we know the time has been tough. We know that COVID has really strained our parents, has strained our families, has strained our own patients, even the most educated people trying to educate their own children at home has been difficult. And not just educated, people that are able to work freely at home, work from home. Imagine having to go to a job and then having to come home and be a teacher too. So we know our times have been strained. We know our families' lives have been strained. But we are dedicated to building a school model that not just catches our kids up, but builds village around to insulate children in this community so that they can be successful as lifelong learners. And yeah, we need you. We need you to be a part of it. We need you to come out. We need to hear your voice. We have parent meetings coming up. And so we need to, we need to get you, we want you to be involved with One Collegiate to make that dream realize. And, and let's be perfectly clear, Will, our goal at One Collegiate is not to downgrade the public school system because I know, we know that those teachers in those schools and those parents are doing the very best that they can. There's no doubt about that. There's a lot of progress being made. It's a very challenging situation. But teachers are working hard in those, school, in those schools. 
teachers, the parents are working, they're doing their best, administrators are too. In one collegiate, what we're doing is just offering parents a an alternative to public school education. And so this is something a little different. So if, you, if the public school system is not the place for your kids, then we're just saying, hey, try us and, and give us a chance and, and, and see how you like us. It's pretty good information. My, I have some cousins in Acres Home community. I think they'll be happy. They'll be welcome to, to see just a new organization in there for education. I think they'll like that. That's the feedback we've been hearing, like talking to the community and they've been excited about our mission and how we plan to carry it out differently. Like we set up at the farmer's market, we're either at Family Dollar or we're knocking on somebody's door. We were talking to parents and, and everybody that we've talked to has really been excited to see the things that we want to bring to the to the community. And yeah, we, we're excited to share more. We even have a, a parent meeting coming up on Monday. It's going to be virtual because of, I mean, because of COVID, we want to keep people safe. But we have a virtual parent meeting coming up on Monday where we get to go through pieces of our school design and, and get feedback from the community and say, what do you think about this? Is this something that you want to see? And, and how can we make this better? How can we partner better? How can we be a better organization that supports everybody? And to Dr. Milstead's point, we are part of a partnership. It takes a whole lot more than one, but one will be a part of the movement. I'm glad to hear you got family down there. Now you have no reason not to come down and do some podcasts for my location too. I got you. So that is a done bun, as I like to say. I I'm, need to see them Monday too, not just podcasts. They need to come up Monday. Know. I need them for all events. So where can our guests find you at, Dr. McGowan? Sure. We're, we can be found at onecollegic.org. Uh, we also are on Facebook, One Collegiate Houston. They also just email me at Christy McGowan at onecollegic.org, and we can put that information out as well. Let me just say that. I, I am looking at the both of you. I have the opportunity to work with two dynamic young people who are truly going to change the course. I believe in education, the state of Texas. I'm very proud of y'all for all the work, the hard work, support, your commitment, your dedication that you have to the youth. So I just want to, I got both of you on here now. Thank you both. And I enjoy working with the both of you. And I just see nothing but great things in your future. So y'all keep up the good work. Normally, this would be about the time where I close off the show. But let me just go ahead and state, Dr. Milstead, not only do I thank God for you, you saved my life when I was in that school district. I didn't think the way that I was supposed to think. And I think it was because of your mentorship. So I really appreciate you, sir. Well, I always tell you, we learn from each other. And that's what's important. And I can't wait to keep on learning. On the right track. Our future is in good hands with you too. Subscribe to our Flipboard EDU Podcast Magazine. With so much content wheezing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. Flipboard. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the best stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Get started now at Flipboard.com. Flipboard fam, thanks for sticking with me on this episode. I want to give a special thanks to Dr. Christy McGowan and Dr. Michael Milstead for talking with us about starting a charter school. Also, let me give a huge shout out to Aileen Lelor and Crystal Vanderboom for the editorials on the Flip EDU Educators blog. Remember to subscribe to our Flipboard EDU magazine on Flipboard.com. I also would like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
Please subscribe to our podcast and share it with an educator or colleague. Our podcast is available globally and everywhere you listen to podcasts. So until next time, family.